So do you ever think you'd be eating like gold glitter on your chicken wings? <laughs> I never, I mean, I didn't picture it at this point in my life. Yeah. Maybe later in life <laughs> once I became a millionaire. I mean, once you're a millionaire, you're putting gold flakes, like actual gold flakes on yeah. literally everything. I, like, I don't think these were actual gold glitter. God, I hope not. Your insides would be tore up. I think that it was just regular glitter and they made it look good. You know me. I'm a chicken wing purist. Chicken wing. This was not. This was these were not pure chicken wings. No, they was. hurt a little bit. They were very crispy, which is fine. Yeah, kind of tiny, and covered in glitter. They were, yeah, they weren't very big wings. They weren't. I think these were from quails. These were quail mm, wings. Too they, much. I got bamboozled. You got bamboozled. <laughs> they didn't read the menu close enough because they didn't give us <laughs> paper menus. Yeah, I think the last time I got it, I don't remember the glitter. I it was a significant amount. There of was glitter. a lot of glitter on like it said on there like oh. Sriracha honey, twenty-four karat gold, and I was like, I don't know what that means, but whatever. Neither. And then, like, like enough on there that you look at it and you're like, is this edible? Yeah, I thought that I got the wrong thing. It was. I thought they brought me somebody else's food. I'm here to make the promise. I'm not going to be putting sprinkles or gold <laughs> flakes on any of my chicken wings moving forward. You know what? We let's try it once. Yeah, we I do mean, it like it's no big deal. Just put them on there, surprise yeah. the people, just like. <laughs> See what what's on here? What see do you what Derosia does. This these are always the wings I have. It's always <laughs> covered in glitter. I eat specifically glitter chicken. Not all that glitters is gold. Everyone knows that. <laughs> Welcome to Big Dad Energy, the journey of parenting and adulting through the eyes of two young dads. I'm your co-host, Joe Lopez, and with me, as always, from his basement, is my co-dad, Jared Shemansky. Joe, we're basement boys together We're again. basement boys. Here we are again, and I can't stop looking at myself on that screen. Isn't it? it it's a little distracting. So I don't know if I should look at you or the screen. So when we record, obviously, I have these three screens here. Yeah. It's a lot to I take have, in. I have to keep... Your face on my main monitor right in front of me, right? right? Next to my face. So I'm looking at me and you. Right. And then I'm also capturing our faces while I record on the little screen to yeah. my left. So I got like me and you on here. You like say three little different screen. Times. The vertical one. Yeah, that's a big screen still. Yeah. Uh, that's the one I want to replace. It's, oh, okay. It's not my nice one. Yeah. Um, I'm here again in Jared's basement to tell you all what else is behind the curtain and i already talked to him about this but there's a box of lucky charms just sitting underneath his desk that he claims is because there's no oat milk in the house we well we just got oat milk on friday so i'll probably but i haven't had a chance to eat it this weekend because we went places which we'll talk about yeah. today and then yesterday we got bagels so yeah. like i haven't had a chance to eat it yeah yet. there's no lucky charms time so. the, the other things and i don't remember if i brought this up before is the container of tums i keep that thing on <laughs> So bef- we'll get into this when we talk about the weekend, but we, we got together and hung out. This is our second time hanging it's out. It's weird. It is weird. It's odd. Yeah. Uh, and when we were together on Friday, friend of the pod, Luke, yeah. having a little tummy trouble, just a little bit upset indigestion. Yeah. And Kevin, I'd go get him some Tums and I keep those thing on me. You didn't, ha- you didn't have them in the time of need. I didn't. I didn't put them in the backpack because yeah. I didn't think like I needed travel ones. Now you know. But now I know. I did bring them to Chicago. Of course. <laughs> Come on. You didn't think, even stop on the way. Just no, grabbed your, your, the Tums that you had. Joe, this is my second bottle. I bought a two-pack of that bottle. 
this one's on my desk and the other one's upstairs in the bathroom. You know what? Yeah, you never know when you need them. I'm not going to walk all the way down here when I'm having when That's I'm right. having some heartburn. Yeah. And True then story. Like if I'm down here crushing on some work, I'm not going to stop and go upstairs to go find the tums. So you can crush on some tums. Yeah, I'll just crush on some <laughs> pop a couple tums and keep going about my day. No, do you have a um a particular food that uh you know like I'm going to need some tums. This is like my hubris. <laughs> Because it's tomatoes. Oh. And anytime, any tomato product. Yeah. Any toma- but I'm not going to stop eating tomato products. Like, <laughs> I, it's, I, my blood is made out of tomato products. Yeah. Like, I can't, I can't stop. You keep bragging about this pasta. Uh, and I'm telling you, like, I can't. Pasta, heartburn. Pizza, heartburn. Uh. Like, tomato, I'll eat a tomato, like an apple. Yeah. I'll get heartburn after. It's just anything. Shame. It's the acidity in the tomatoes. Like, it's something about it. But like. What about like oranges? I'm pretty good with oranges. Okay. Pretty good. I. Maybe it's because when I eat the orange, I don't know. Yeah, I'm pretty good with oranges. You're, you're coming up on 30. Yeah. Not this year. Not this year. Next, next year. Because you're a baby. Yeah. Uh, your whole body's going to change when you turn 30. It's going to happen. It's hard to get worse than I already have it. That's, <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. Like, Everything's going to give you heartburn. Everything already do- now. I will say I have mitigated coffee pretty well. Like I think I've just uh, taught my body not to get heartburn from coffee. Like that's all you drink. It is. It's all I drink. So <laughs> I've taught my body you just can't. Sorry, yeah. you can't get heartburn from coffee. Deal we just it. we eat too much of it. Do you do you drink your coffee black? Uh, I go back and forth. Do you? Um, I've been doing pour over recently. Yes. And when I do pour over, I realize when I was putting the creamer in it you're like negating the flavor that I'm trying to get out of the pour over. Right. Okay. So I was like, Oh, I sh- I went back to black coffee in the last like week or so. Okay. Before that, I was putting like a little bit of oat milk creamer in it, like yeah. non flavored, just a little bit of oat milk creamer, just to right. Uh, cut the flavor. And then, uh, before that I was black. So I mean, okay. I-, I go back and forth. Okay. Depends. All right. I-, I strictly drink black. Do you? If the coffee's bad, I'll put creamer in it. Yeah. Every like, once in a while, it's like, yeah, I want a little bit of sweetness. You drink your work coffee black? Yeah, I do. Oof. Yeah. I can't imagine you guys have good work coffee. It's fine. Yeah? Yeah, it's fine. I've told you about my nitro cold brew yeah, machine. So, up. like, you got to get one down here. You had your opportunity. I'm telling you. Did they wheel this away? This summer. The, oh, yeah. They took it all. Damn. They took it all. This summer, I'm going to go around to, to garage sales and see if I can get like a mini fridge or something that go. somebody's giving away there for like go. 20 bucks. Like, yeah. how much are mini fridges really going for at garage right. sales? Uh, and then maybe I'll I'll do it where I can. There you go. Go find some TikTok instructions. Oh yeah, they're everywhere. YouTube is the greatest invention oh, of all time. Oh man, you can do anything with YouTube. The amount of things that you can do, like, and I think we've talked about this with cars and stuff before, yeah. and like house projects. But I was so I had an electrician come this weekend. We'll right. we'll translate translate yeah. this right into this weekend stuff. Yeah. So I had an electrician come yesterday because I needed an outlet above my microwave so they can install my new microwave. And I had an electrician come and he, like, we thought about having to add from the box, add another outlet so it's on its own circuit and have everything like that. And, you know, when we talked about it, he's like, yeah, it depends on how much wire, like, it's going to be about this much money. And then when we got down here, my box, you can see it right now, but the rest of the world can't, but it's drywalled in already. And not only that, but there's studs in the ceiling because the ceiling's drywalled in, yeah. right? 
So to do that, you'd have to drill through every ceiling stud yeah. just to get to the box. And he's like, I'm telling you, this is going to be hours and hours and hours. Yeah. I was like, well, can we see if it'll work if we just hook it off the plug that's already there? Because right. I have a gas stove. So yeah. the stove's not drawing a lot of energy. I was right. like, is it kosher if we just like yeah. grab that? And turned out it was, and it was like he said it was gonna be two and a half hours. He was out of here in forty five minutes. Oh wow! So it was it was way nicer. We're in the wrong business. I'm telling you, I'm not afraid to say this. I paid one hundred and fifty bucks to to have this outlet put in. That's it. That's it. And the only reason was is because he could pull it from that right. before. But when he quoted it to me, he quoted me two and a half hours of work for two hundred fifty dollars. Oh wow! So that man's making a hundred bucks an hour. Yeah, hundred bucks crazy. an hour. I'm gonna teach Cora right now. How to be an electrician? Two and a half? Worth it. Yeah. Because if I could have done that myself, I already had the outlet screw-in plate. So when right. you cut out the hole, you have to like screw in a, a plastic plate there. I already had it because I was trying to put in a cable box behind my... There's no cable gotcha. hookup upstairs behind yeah. our TV. I was trying to install one. Um, turns out you have to drill through like a lot of holes and floors <laughs> to get there, and I, I just wasn't prepared for it. So now I, I just have a hole in my wall that I need to yeah. patch, but whatever. Yeah. But I had the box already. $3 for one of those boxes. Right. The cable, not that expensive. Not that expensive. Like, hopper is expensive right. if you have to do a whole bunch of it, but, like, right. to run from one outlet to another outlet, yeah, nothing. Yeah. He had it in his truck. He didn't yeah, even have to go totally. to the store. He had it in his truck already. He's like, I, I got this wire right here. Right. And then he, like, did it, hooked up a couple of wires, screwed in the plate, boom, done, 45 minutes in and out. Yeah. It's crazy. HVAC and electrician. I know it. It's it's nuts. Now, on the flip side of that, he has to wire whole new builds right. and stuff like that, right? So, like, for I'm sure for every, like, easy hookup one here to, to another outlet right. there, there's, hey, you have to rewire an entire house, get permits, do the whole thing top to Ugh. bottom, and that's where I'm like, It's eh. terrifying. So, um, where was I going with this beforehand? I don't know. Whatever. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but it was uh it was it was uh I tell you what I'm glad now I I would say like I have an electrician and that has oh, a lot okay. of power behind right. it right like yeah hey I got a guy I got a guy I know an, I told him because we want to that the fans in Ben's room or I'm sorry in the guest room and in our room right we have fans but they're constant power fans so their light switches don't run them oh really yeah so like the fans and the lights so we have a remote that runs ours in our bedroom. Gotcha. And then the guest room one, you have to pull the chain. Right. To turn on the lights, turn on the fan, you have to pull the chains. And I was talking to him, I was like, hey, like, I want to put new fans, but I also want them to run off the light switch. So, like, it, right. you can turn the, the light on and use the light switch. He goes, yeah, I mean, probably not too hard. And then I was thinking about it, I was like, this is nice. Like, I have, like, yeah. an electrician that I can be like, hey, half my house isn't working right, right now. What do I do? And he can just come over and, like, work on it. Right. So that was that was a nice feeling. That's cool. Um, so yeah, so that was good. Um, I forgot where I was going with that. We were talking about something before this, yeah, I and I know. just lost my train of thought. I don't know. How was your weekend? The rest of the weekend? Well, again, this is our second time hanging yeah. out. Yeah. Um. So Friday we played a little Dungeons and Dragons. We did. Got together, hung out. We deemed hard. We deemed hard. Yeah. Um. And that was a good time. We hadn't done that in a while since yeah. you had Grayson. Really. Yeah. I don't even remember the last time we played in person. We did that virtual one, but it's hard. It is interesting, this whole new virtual world and stuff like that. Yeah. There's there's apps and stuff online that you can play D&D online, right. and there's all that kind of stuff. But there's something about just doing it visually in person, oh, yeah. right? Like, oh, yeah. 
I don't know. It's not even necessarily like rolling the dice next to another person. It's like the emotions are tied together. The energy. The energy, the interactions. Like everybody's kind of building off the other person's nerd, right? Like beer cracked. Yeah. Snacking and oh, it's just different. I drank an energy drink, so like I was I was wired. You were jacked on Mountain Dew. I do not drink energy. For as much coffee as I drink, I avoid energy drinks at, at all costs. They will kill you. Well, yeah. I mean, you know what it is? We had a buddy, and I hope he doesn't mind me talking about him, but I won't say his name. We had a buddy in college who would drink like three energy drinks a day. Yeah. And I, I was pretty sure he had a heart attack at some point in college. Oof. Like, probably. I, he, you know who I'm talking about? When yeah. I, yeah. Okay. Uh, but he seriously, I think like three monsters a day. Yeah. And then there was one time I walked in, he was studying in our little study room in the fraternity house. He's like, Jared, I do not feel good. And he had a monster open next to him. And I'm like, dude, right. Stop drinking those. Yeah. Like, this is what's making you not feel good. How do you not have a kidney stone by now? Right. Um, so, but it was a Friday night. Yeah. We didn't really get together until like seven thirty, eight o'clock, which yeah. for me is is starting to, it's to tick to that time. Yeah. Uh and I was like, we're gonna be we're gonna be there for a while. Uh, I want to be mentally there. Like I want, right. I want to enjoy this time. So I was like, I'll do it. I'll, I got a little, a little uh, Mountain Dew energy drink, and it says it has like mental boost and immune support. And I was like, I don't ah, know what that means. Why? Why? On one hand, I get it, right? Because the only energy drink I drank, like fairly consistently, was it was called Rockstar Recovery. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm talking about? Yeah. They're like half juice, half yeah. energy drink, and I only did it because my wrestling coach drank them. Oh, really? Yeah. You wanted to be him. Well, not necessarily <laughs> wanted to be him, but like, hey, if he can drink it, it's probably okay kind of thing, right? Like, uh, and which is a, t- take this as a, hey, you have way more power over younger right. children yeah, than yeah, you yeah. think you do. Yeah. But, uh, but those were like half juice and they were like recovery support, like, right. and all this stuff. And so I think, I think I get it. They've been trying to do it for a long time, but like, just put on here. Hey, do you need a lot of energy for about an hour and a half? Drink this shit. Snort it. Just snort it. Get straight to the blood. Uh, so Friday we nerded it up. Saturday I had the electrician come over. Uh, went shopping in the morning. Kind of did our Sunday stuff because I knew we knew we'd be hanging out yeah. with you and stuff. So uh, we got that done out. Of, get knocked out of knocked out of the way early. Um, and then this morning we picked up the house. Kind of got everything ready. Oh, yesterday afternoon. So our buddy down the road, DeRoja. Yeah. Uh, he was out of town, so I was waiting for. Um, he had some some uh energy people coming to. To help him hook his gas back up, they were supposed to be here, but they gave us or- originally. He's out of town. Right. They gave us a time between three and eight. And I was like, "That's ridiculous. That's what ridiculous. is this on a Saturday? On a Saturday, three yeah. to eight p.m. on a Saturday. That's I was crazy. like, "That's nuts." And then they hadn't called me all day, so I put Ben to bed about seven. I was like, "I don't know. Maybe they went because you know they can they can work on it by without people there, right? right? Like it's on the outside." I was like, "Maybe they just went over and did it." And I they never called right. me. I went over and checked like 7:45, nothing. Really? Uh so he called and the literally the only answer they gave him was there's nothing we can do till tomorrow morning. It was 28 degrees last night. Yeah, that's crazy. Nuts. Just absolutely nuts that they like So, that was a a big part of the day was like waiting for that to happen right. and then so um we did that and then uh today obviously we're here. We're, we're here. You uh you and my wife got me to go to a brunch this morning. We went to brunch. I got Life. specifically breakfast food. You did. It looked good. <laughs> it was delicious. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, uh, it was great. Um, it's been a weekend. 
Friday's Friday was quick. Like work till five, and yeah. then like I got home, changed. Then when I got home, Coro had a meltdown because she wasn't feeling good, Ugh. pulling at her ear and had a fever. Like oh my god! So like five forty-five, I was gonna leave at six. I was like oh my god! I don't know if I'm gonna make it. And uh, she's just bawling and like in my lap crying and like curled up. Oh no. Finally fell asleep at like just before six o'clock, and I laid in her bed with her, passed out. I was like, "All right, I'm going, but text me if you need something." Yeah, I'm an hour away in Detroit. Yeah, I'll but, do what I can. Yeah. But and then we played D and D, and then Kayla texted me said that Cora was awake and she was not doing well. And oh, all right. So we we eventually left Kevin's at like ish, I think a late night. Mm-hmm. And uh, late night in quotation. Yeah, ten thirty is, is a... right. Everybody was about to pass out in that apartment. <laughs> um, when I got home, Cora was awake and was fine for the most part. Grayson was awake, and we all finally fell asleep. And in the middle of the night, Cora uh, woke up like drenched. She was hot. Oh no! Really hot. Um, her head was. A little warm, but then like her legs and back were hot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was like, okay, she's clearly going through something still. Yeah. And uh, the next morning, six thirty on Saturday, Grayson woke up, so I grabbed him and uh, took him out to the living room, and uh, he was like angry and upset, and I finally got him to sleep. And mm-hmm. Kayla came out here, and she's like. Crying, you know, do I'm gonna take him? And I was like, You can. He just he, he hates me, is what yeah, it comes down to. And Kayla took him and he fell right asleep. That's how it goes. What I'll say about newborns, and I remember this from Ben, they go through phases. Yeah. I mean, it's all phases. It's like one for like a one week period, it's mom only, nobody else. And then, right. Like Ben would only fall asleep on my chest for like two yeah. weeks. And then it, like at the end of that two week period, boom, would not fall asleep on me anymore. Right. Like, it changes so fast with newborns. Yeah. It's nuts. So he was just fighting me and fighting me and fighting me. Finally, Kayla came out, got him to sleep, and we all laid on the couch while Cora was still um, in the bed. And eventually I heard Cora wake up, and like she's just covered in sweat. Like, oh, no. Just clammy and sweaty. Like She had sweat out everything. And so we all slept on the couch again. And, uh, and then Cora woke up again. This was all before like 9 o'clock. I like... 7 o'clock, 7.30, she got up from the couch, and Kayla and her went to her bed, and Grayson came and slept with me on the couch. And uh, after that, Cora was, like, totally fine. She, like, sweat out whatever she had. Just sweated through the and fever, yeah, I guess. Right yeah, right now she's got, like, a little cough and a you know, runny nose, but, like, no ear, no fever, but it was wild. And we've talked about how kids get sick, and it's sad. It's so hard. Yeah. It's so, especially... How do I, like, everybody's kid is joyful and, and, like, happy. Right. But the stark difference you see in a sick kid and a normal kid, yeah. like, they're happy, they're playing with toys, and then, like, I, I brought this up when Ben got really sick uh, a few months ago, but, like, he just laid on me all day, and I'm yeah. like, who are you? Yeah. You don't hang out with me like this. Like, you do your own thing and tear apart the house, and, and like, here you are just laying on top of me, like, yeah, doing nothing. Like, what is this? It's crazy. It, it it's wild when it happens. Um, but then they were all good. Um, 
But then yesterday we had a real tough time with Cora. Like I was getting frustrated with her. She was being pretty defiant. Um, just not listening, you know, flicking the lights on and off, throwing her food, like mm-hmm. just being a pain all around. And I like kind of broke down for a second and like got frustrated. And I was like, looked at Kayla and I like, Rose, I raised my hands up in the air, like in a circle. And I was like, this? I was like, I'm done with all of this. <laughs> oh, God. And like got really frustrated. And Kayla went and showered with both the kids. And uh, and then I got Grayson out of the shower. And Cora and Kayla like had a fight about getting out of the shower. Oh, it was no. A, she was a pain yesterday for the most part. I mean, not for the most part. For about half the day, she was rough. And then the back half of the day, things settled down. And, and it was good. But then that like. Four o'clock, both kids were down for a nap, which was, oh, so great. I looked at Kayla, and I was like, I'm ordering food. I'm not cooking, so mm-hmm. I'm going to get a burger from the local bar, and I'm going to Bush's and buying some beer. Do you want anything? <laughs> <laughs> and she said, yes, I want a drink. So I got her those daisy frozen, like, wine, Bahama oh, Mamas, yeah, and, like, the, frozen cocktail stuff. Yes, the wine cooler, or, yeah. like, a uh, frozen wine, yeah. basically. She didn't drink those yesterday, but, boy, did I drink some drinks. Um, <laughs> And then I watched Rogue One last night. For the yeah. First time. Did you finish it? Eventually. Yeah. At like 11 o'clock because I started it and then Cora took over. And then I went back to it after she fell asleep. Good. But it was good. What did you think of the ending? I, I do love that it butts up right with New Hope. Yeah. Right. It, that's very cool. Um, I, I want more of Darth Vader being Darth Vader. But sure. We're, in, we're getting that in the Kenobi series. Yes, which is so, what I'm really looking forward to. I'm also very excited. Like, I really want to see Vader become Vader. Like, you see Anakin become Vader. And like, Vader grow into what he is. Yes, yeah. that's what I want. I, one of the things I really liked about Rogue One is that it wasn't afraid to end how it should have ended. Yeah. Right? Like, spoiler alert if you haven't seen Rogue One, but like, they all die at the end. Yeah. The planet blows up. They all die. Yeah. It cuts to the beginning of a new hope, like as they're dying. Yeah. And the, my favorite thing about that is so many times in star Wars and I, you butt this up against TNT was doing a sequel, the, the newest star Wars. They were doing a marathon on the newest star oh, okay. Wars. Katie and I were watching like the end of force awakens and then the beginning of the second one. Right. And the whole time, all this thing is like, wow, this is so bad. Yeah. This is so bad it's because it's so focus on just being fan service yeah it's so focused on um here's a perfect example the scene in the in the third sequel movie ray stabs kylo ren with his own lightsaber like stabs him yeah and then suddenly she can heal him and a lot of people have complained from the nerd side of like that's not even possible Blah 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 (laughs) beyond that it's stupid yeah it's stupid you know even if it is possible the fact that like Ray is so angry and then stabs him and then suddenly is like, Oh, actually I can heal you. It's right. okay. Like yeah. it's dumb. Yeah. They're doing it purely because it's fan service purely yeah. because Kylo Ren is a liked character. Yeah. Damn like, you, Adam driver. I, damn you, Adam <laughs> driver. You made this character too good. <laughs> um, but I, and that's what it is. And it bothers me. And what I really like about rogue one is they're not afraid. They're not afraid. Yeah. They're not afraid they to- for it. I mean, everybody, well, I guess like, you didn't know what it was going to be about off the bat. No. But about halfway through, you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. You know, I know what's about to happen. So it definitely, and it's good. That's what I like about all these not Skywalker-focused 
yes. Yes. shows and movies. It's like I don't even really care about that storyline too much. I like no. everything else. Mandalorian is the greatest thing Star Wars has ever put out. One hundred percent. Yeah, so good. It's uh, it's hard to say this without being blasphemous, but like I would put it on pars with the original tri- trilogy of like yeah. good. So, and in some places, it's better. Yeah, like. There were parts of the Mandalorian where it does become monotonous where you're like, okay, it's just go to this planet, have an adventure. Go to this planet, right. have an adventure. But it, it's so much set up. Like, it's set up so much better and, like, able to do cool sci-fi stuff. Yeah. You're like, I really don't care. Yeah, totally. It's, it's really great. But then, uh, yeah, so I did that yesterday. And then this morning, got up. Kayla and I got up and both kids stayed asleep for, like, quarter after eight. So wow. we were both awake for like an hour without the kids, which is like I got up. I didn't shower this morning because I'm gonna shower tonight sure. for work. But I was like, I'm gonna get dressed. I'm gonna make sure everything's packed up. Mm-hmm. Kayla got dressed, like was able to do her hair. Like it was great. It was, what a wild! That's amazing. It's so it does so nice. I am looking forward to that day. <laughs> so bad. Oh, we're not there yet, and I I don't I think it's because Ben still goes to bed fairly early, and he will yeah. for another like a while. Right. But he's sleeping through the night by himself. That's great. Basically. Yeah. Every night now, which is amazing. But he's awake at 630 on the night. Yeah. Now, what I will say is I will take that any day of the week of knowing that, like, I'm going to be awake at 630. Right. That's just knowing that I'm going to do that. I'll take that any day of the week over the, like, am I going to be awake for four hours in the middle of the night? Am I going to be up and down? Like. Oh, he's up at six thirty. I can live with that. I can adjust to that. Yeah. Um. But uh, man, I can't wait for the day. Like, even if it's not even till they're teenagers and they sleep <laughs> until like nine o'clock, and I can wake up at eight and make uh, coffee and have a little bit of you time. <sighs> can't wait. And that's like when I watched Rogue One yesterday. That was like my me time. Finally, everybody in the house was asleep, and I was like, I'm just gonna stay awake for like this last hour of this movie and just watch it. I'm I'm very lucky, but I, everybody in this house is asleep by like eight thirty. That's crazy. And I get from like eight thirty to like ten ten thirty by myself. Yeah, every night, and it's very nice. It's very nice. Um, and then today, like you said, we were having brunch, I, and what I was talking about was we got chicken wings. Uh, I got chicken wings and I got uh, spicy hash from Bob Cabot. Oh, that's right, the spicy hash we didn't so talk good. about. Um. I haven't had chicken wings in so long. That's all I wanted was chicken wings. Do you not like have a decent chicken wing place? Around no, here? no, no. Like you get bar chicken wings, which are like frozen. Yeah, they're Tyson not chicken wings. They're mushy. Like, Mm-mm. yeah. So there's no, no one. Thanks. Yeah, it's a real bummer. Even like, uh, like we still even have like Wingstop right behind. Yeah, us. so we have if, none if, of that. if we wanted to like, if I wanted less. Like the wings that are aren't as good, but you still get a bunch of flavors. Like right. wing stops are pretty good alternative. Yeah, but. no, there's a Buffalo Wild Wings in Adrian, which is about a half an hour away, and then there's a wing stop in Ann Arbor, and a Buffalo Wild Wings. Both, all three of those are about a half an hour away. Damn, can't just can't just go get Move wings. Move out of the country, Joe. Move back to the city. <laughs> you need wings. I need wings. Damn it. Uh, yeah. But now we're here. The kids are upstairs. Your kids asleep. My kids napping. Yeah. I was like, oh, our kids are gonna play together. It's gonna be adorable. They play for a minute. They played for a half a second, and then yeah. Ben's like, it's bedtime. I gotta go. I was saying this when we were at breakfast, too, but, like, he doesn't tell us anymore when he actually wakes up. So we don't know, like, like this morning, he told us at 6.30, but, like, yeah. how long was he awake in his crib playing with his toys before right. that? We'd have no idea. Yeah. Um, 
And so we just kind of like some days he's just like doesn't tell us and he's super tired. Right. By nap time. So I don't know. He also he's getting three or four more teeth. Good God. I know. I feel like he should have all of his teeth. He's just pushed them out all at once. He like waited, 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 waited. And then for a long time, he had like four teeth. Yeah. And then starting in January, he got his four molars. Okay. And then once he got his molars, the rest of his teeth were like, the molars are out? Cool. Boom. So he's got like four bottom teeth that he's pushing out right now. Gotcha. So. Gotcha. Yeah. I, I think, I mean, I, I'm fairly certain Cora's got everything now. She's almost two, or she's two and a half. She's yeah. got to have everything. But, uh, she, I mean, she didn't get her first teeth until she was after one. Yeah. Like, so she didn't have teeth uh, very early. Uh, but Grayson's drooling all over the place. He's Already. a really chubby boy. He, let's talk about Grayson. This is the yeah. first time I met Grayson. Yes. Let's talk about him. Um, he could not look more like he fits in with your family. It's so tried. funny. Like you, Kayla, Cora, and Grayson, if you if somebody took a picture of you separately and then photoshopped you all together, you'd be like, yeah, the, like I get it. <laughs> they're a family. In and out. doesn't matter if they're together or not. Yeah. They're a family. Like you guys all just you work. It's so funny. You work. That's that's funny because I I feel like Grayson doesn't look like me. He definitely does. He has your ears. He's got my ears. That's about it. And I feel like he looks like Kayla, but not a lot. I don't quite know who he looks like yet. He's still a little young to get the yeah. looks like. Because Ben was the same way when he came out. Everyone's like, oh, he looks just like Jared. I'm like, that's not fair. He's a small chubby baby. Like, what, right. am I chubby? Is that what you're <laughs> trying to say? Um, And then, like, every day as he gets older, he looks more and more like Katie every day. Funny. Um, And so, like. There's, he's still Grayson's still a little young to be like yeah. uh, he looks like so and so he looks right. like so and so yeah we'll see but he's chubby and he's ginormous he's eleven weeks old and he's in three to six month clothing like anything that's zero to three months we can't put on him it has to be three to six months yeah he's got some big thighs yeah uh, he's three months he said two two just, months just under two oh, that's right end of January basically yeah. right. Ooh. Yeah, so he's a big boy. He's flying through clothes. We just put him in size two diapers. Did how long did Cora drink breast milk for? Um, let's see. Caleb pumped until March of 2020, because then we think that they got COVID. That's right, and that like dried Kayla up. So Cora would have been four months, and then she had probably two months worth of back stock. So about six months. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And then we transitioned into four months. I'm always so curious, and it's all anecdotal, right? I don't think you can actually prove, like, these babies right. grow get bigger because of breast milk. But, like, Ben was the same way Grayson is, where, like, just absolute monster. Like, yeah. he was wearing year-long clothes at six months, like, right? Like, right. Um, and I'm always so curious if it's, like, how long they have breast milk versus, like, obviously it all averages out in the end. But right. I'm just curious, like, it's so, I don't know. It's hard to prove. I, this it is. is just me just out here it like prophesizing, prophesying <laughs> about it, but it's hard to prove. But uh, I, I'm always curious to see if it's like a, a breast milk versus formula thing. Yeah, I don't know. So we'll see. Cora's very tiny for her age. I mean, seeing her compared to Ben, I don't know if Ben's just huge or Cora's just tiny. Probably a little bit of both. Yeah. Right. Cora's very small. She's short, petite, um, tiny girl. Ben's pushing 70 percentile on, on basically everything, so. <laughs> He's just a monster. He's up there. He's just a monster. Yeah, he's fun though. I love his noises. It. I was telling Katie this the other day. I'm excited to start this like journey of like the occupational therapist stuff because yeah. I'm excited to hear his voice 
when he yeah. talks because like Cora the same way. Like Katie today goes, Cora, what do you want? And she goes, Storybots. Yeah. Right. Like Ben, he's not there yet. He just doesn't yeah. have that. But I'm so excited to hear him break through and actually talk. Yeah. Because I feel like uh, you were talking about uh, Cora being kind of I don't know two years old, right? right? Like she's just in that mode where she's a she's a little menace. Yeah. Um, Ben's starting to get there, right? Like okay. Because he turns two at the end of the summer, he's starting right. to build up to it. He's starting to get defiant. Um, I was thinking yesterday, I had a really, I actually had to like yell at him because yeah. he was doing something. He just like wouldn't stop. Um, and I was thinking about, it, I was like, how is this going to be when he talks? Because then it's really going to get. Katie and I said this the other day. Like, I'm surprised his first word isn't no because he does so much that you have to yeah. tell him no to no to. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm, but I'm so excited to hear his voice. Like hearing Cora talk yeah. is so like cool to me. Just like. Her little baby voice. Hearing their voices and getting getting like what their voice sounds like is is very fun. Because uh, you really, I mean, you really don't until they start talking. And right, Ben grunts and groans, but you don't know how it's going to correlate to the actual conversation. Yeah, right. Like it. That's I, the biggest thing. Like the grunts and groans. Like he makes a lot of noises. He's always right. making noise. Like and and showing you things and wanting to talk about yeah. things. But like. When he actually talks, I'm so excited. For yeah, it. it'll come. It'll be fun. Um, but I think that's a good transition yeah. into, into what we're chatting about today, which is uh, out-of-home child care, basically. Dumping them off. Dumping them off. <laughs> Getting rid of them. <laughs> Getting you, rid you of them. just had them. Time to get rid of them. <laughs> um, you guys use, utilized Katie's mom. Yep. And Cora's been going to a in-home daycare since she was three months old. Um, when did you guys transition Ben about a year. About a year. About one year. So, because of the pandemic, Katie was teaching from home. Yeah. Ben's entire first year. In fact, I think we've talked about this before, but Katie actually um, only took about three weeks of maternity yeah. leave because she was teaching and I was working from home. So, we were both home all the time. So, we were able to kind of pass them back and forth. Like, right. you know, Katie has to teach for a couple hours. Uh, You know, I will hold Ben for a couple hours while I'm working or he'll yeah. nap or anything like that. So, um, but Katie had to go back to school at one year, so right. that's when we uh we transitioned him into uh basically full time daycare. Do you feel like it helped him? Um, since it was Katie's mom. Yes, one hundred percent. Um, he was. He barely cried like the first day I dropped him off. Like yeah. he barely even noticed I was gone. Uh, and it's been the same since. Like right, and now it's at a point where like he is so comfortable there. Like he he loves. Loves, loves, loves Katie's dad. Okay. Like, his grampy is, is his best friend. That's great. They just are, Tom and him are, are besties. That's amazing. Um, And so. Cracking Millers together. Cracking Millers together. It's, a, it's <laughs> so, it's easy. Uh, And so, like, I'll walk in and he will just leave me behind to go find yeah. Tom. Um, And I think that helps because it, like, they knew each other. They were comfortable around yeah. each other and stuff like that. Like. He knew that house really well already, so it was easy right. to like transition. Um, and after like the one week there, he was totally fine. Right. Okay. So, and it definitely helps. Like now, if we have to leave him outside of like normal daycare times, yeah, he just goes right into like he has his own toys there, he has his own yeah. diapers there. He knows like nap naps there. He's so used to napping there. Like if we like if Katie and I want to go to the store and it's around his nap time, we'll like. Katie's mom be like, oh, just come over and, yeah. and drop him off. I'll nap him. Right. Okay. And like he goes right to sleep because he's used to napping there. Right. So it's helped on on two fronts, like for us and for him. Yeah. That's cool. 
Cora, um, so we dropped her off at three months. And we did like a test day with the daycare before okay. uh, just to see how she was. You know, Cora was kind of a rough baby. And uh, it was just weird being like, you know, three months. Here you go. Like you're going literally to somebody we've met once or twice. <laughs> That's really tough. <clears throat> yeah. Thankfully, Kayla, where Kayla was working, uh, one of her coworkers also took her kids there so that helped oh nice um but yeah that's i mean and that's kind of the weird part of it is like here you go and this is an in-home so it's not like a a full-blown daycare like you know it's not a daycare facility with multiple people it's a woman yeah and 20 kids yeah 15 20 kids whatever it is uh probably not 20 kids but uh you know it's crazy I don't know if we've talked about this before. My grandparents actually ran a daycare for about oh, really? 25 years. Um, basically, my entire childhood, they ran a daycare uh, and an in-home daycare like that. And I tell you what, it is very interesting. Like, it's a different dynamic because it's also like, hey, you're spending time. And yeah. like, but at the same time, like feeding 20 kids lunch is hard. Right. And like, yeah. it's difficult to keep track. And. Like luckily, my my grandparents had a really big like fenced in backyard, and so right. like, they would just go and send all the kids out there and stuff like that. But like, it's tough. It's yeah. tough to run one of those and start. Totally, I can only imagine like from a kid's perspective. Like, right. So you know, this kind of goes into like a little bit of what I want to talk about is like the stigma of it, right? Because some people view you taking your kid to a daycare that's not somebody you not related yeah. to you as like. Not necessarily a failure, but like, well, why are you doing that? They're three months old. Like, you should be spending all the time with them. We aren't privileged like our families before us and parents before us were, and grandparents mm-hmm. were like blessed with money or not in poverty or not in a um, recession. Sure. Where like we just we couldn't like they, we had to. Kayla had to go back to work. That's the hardest part. Is. <sighs> The stigma, I think, comes from, like, oh, you're giving your kid a kid. Yeah. Like, it's almost a double, double-edged sword, right? Because on one hand, if you're a stay-at-home mother, people call you lazy, and they're like, what do right. you do all day? You just watch your own kids? Like, that's ridiculous. Right. And then on the flip side, if you send your kids to daycare, it's like, oh, you're giving away your kids, and you're not spending time with them? Yeah. Why aren't you, like, taking the time and enjoying them while they're young? It's like, we can't. We yeah. physically cannot. <laughs> It's, we can't ha- not have two salaries right now. Like, yeah. that's just the way the world works. Absolutely. And it's, you know, thankfully with childcare, I mean, with us, we really liked the woman that ran it when we met her. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, she's really great. Her house is really set up for this. Like, it's, she, this is what she's meant to do. Yeah. Um, and, you know, after we get through this, we can talk about a few other things, but, uh, it was it, it was rough. I mean, definitely handing her off to her first day. Kayla had already given Cora to her once or twice, I guess. Right. Days. It was like her first real whole day, whole week. Like, and I went with Kayla to drop her off before I went to work. So like, Kayla and I showed up, and we ring the doorbell, and uh, Becca, our daycare lady, came to the door, and Kayla just like gave Cora to her, and then. Shut the door and we left. And I was like, that's it? Yeah. <laughs> that's nuts. Yeah. Now, I mean, again, she's three months. So she couldn't really do anything. Yeah. But now, you know, she'll take off her shoes and go run and play or whatever. But, um, 
Yeah, it's it's interesting. So did you guys ever think of doing it without Katie's parents? Yeah. So I actually looked into a few different places uh, around because we did a whole bunch of stuff. So kind of in the background, a little behind the curtain, but like Katie and I have been working at getting to a place where Katie can quit her job for about two years, actually, for Ben's whole life. Uh, And we're not there yet. Uh, Just I I think the, the pandemic just direct everything right yeah. like it made it super hard um but uh for a while katie's mom was i mean she was still working and there was a point where she you know we didn't know i felt really uncomfortable i guess we, that sh- that's a good place to start is like i felt really uncomfortable asking katie's mom to watch ben yeah right and she had offered a whole bunch of times she'd right. offered before the pandemic started she'd offered but then she had worked an extra year because of the pandemic and everything like that and i was like i feel really like weird chat yeah. being like, Hey, can you quit your job and watch our kid right. so that we can have a job? Right. Like that's a, <laughs> that's a weird conversation, right? Yeah. Like, uh, so, um, I looked into a bunch of different areas, but really what it came down to is like any other, I would say like anything semi designed, like a preschool for yeah. baby babies is expensive. It's too expensive. So expensive. It's like, $25,000 a year. Yeah, it's insane. And I just can't afford it. Yeah. Right? So it was. It came down to basically like either we lose that much money right. and send ben away, ben away or his mom quits and watches Ben or Katie quits and watches yeah. Ben. Right? And I mean, all those situations were really difficult. Luckily, Katie's mom was ready to be done. Yeah. She's like, I, this is actually a nice excuse for me to quit my yeah. job and 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 do this because she wanted to. So, right. Um, that was super out that it, it all worked out in the end for us. But yeah, I looked into a bunch of different areas and it's just so expensive everywhere it to is. try and find childcare. It's nuts. So it's like several hundred dollars a week, a week. Yeah. To send your kid to daycare. And, you know, thankfully this person that we go to, she's really great in home and she's so cheap. Like, Oh, that's so nice. We pay less than a hundred dollars a week for before oh, I go that's to daycare, amazing. which is really great. And uh, with Grayson, she's only going to charge us ten extra dollars a day. Wow. Yeah. So we had talked about that, right? You mm-hmm. know, Kayla, do you just quit and just have the kids? Um, for money wise, and then we found out she's only charging us ten extra dollars. We're like, we got to take it. Yeah, like, you have. You got to work. And I think a lot of Cora's progression came from daycare. Uh, so that's a really good way to transition to the next yeah. part of this is like the one thing I'll say with Ben is so Katie's nephew or our nephew uh, Sawyer, who is yeah. he's turning four in August. So he's like three and a half mm-hmm. um, when he'll come over and hang out and play sometimes. Yeah. Okay. I would say multiple times a week, but that's really the only interactions that yeah. Ben has besides just his cousin. Right. Right. So we talk about like, this uh, some of this occupational therapy stuff now none of that you know all of this is again anecdotal it's not like right. people are gonna say oh because he didn't go to daycare he's not but um but like would it have been different if he was in a full right like, house full of kids his age yeah. or younger you know or or older and yeah. things like that would he have learned all these things would he have learned better would he have learned right and uh and i say this too from like talking about the next step beyond daycare is preschool yeah. Katie teaches kindergarten. Right. Most of her kids in her school don't go to preschool. 
and you can tell when they come to school, yeah. they're a mess. They're a mess. Oh, yeah. Because they just aren't used to it. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that progression between daycare to preschool to school is going to be way easier for Cora than uh, maybe, and probably just until preschool, but like for Ben, when we have sent him to preschool, it's going to be a lot harder for him to transition where Cora is kind of used to it. It's just a different location. Yeah. Yeah. I think that it will be. And, you know, she walked at 10 months, started like really talking before she was one. And I really don't think that would have been possible without her going to daycare because mm-hmm. the daycare is from three months old to kindergarten age. So there's kids all over the board. Yeah. She's wow. Interacting with and playing with and learning from. And, um, you know, and thankfully she's at least good enough where she hasn't picked up any bad habits. Yeah. She doesn't hit, she doesn't bite. That's the flip side of it, right? Is like yeah. you kind of run that risk where they're learning a lot, but they could learn some stuff that, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, for us, like I said, it came down to who could we trust? Did we know others that knew them and could validate that trust? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, then just taking the leap and doing it. And it's never, it's something that I've always, Never looked back on sending her to sure. daycare. Um, it's always been the most beneficial thing, I think, for her. It was right through the pandemic. Um, so she still had interaction. She was mm-hmm. not on her own. Um, and then the learning side of it was out of this world. Um, but uh, like I said, there's always that that stigma that comes from people of, you're giving your kids away very yeah. young and it's it's always going to be there and unfortunately like i said we don't have the means and i don't think most people our age does Mm-mm. and an example of this i mean there's facebook at our age is flooded with people having babies oh yeah everywhere left and right um a woman that i went to high school with is having a baby in the next couple months and she posted on facebook maybe a month or two ago like hey is there any good daycares out there and then her comments on that we're just like people saying, oh, you need to cherish the moments and you need to spend the time with them. And she's like, it's hard to get people into daycare. Like we have to sign up now if we want our yeah. kid to get in there even at like six or seven months. It, it's nuts. It's yeah. I think that's childcare. That, that adds two points to it, right? Like the stigma of people. Leave people alone. Yeah, leave people alone. Let leave them do their thing. Leave people alone. Like, Daycare is most often not a necessity. And I'm going to tell you from, I won't speak for everybody that has kids because, I mean, there's crazy people out there that don't like their kids and and (laughs) do bad things to them, right? Right. But for the most part, people don't want to leave their kids. Absolutely. They don't, like, nobody, I shouldn't, again, not nobody, but most parents are not sitting there being like, God, I can't wait for my kid to leave at, you know, as a baby. Yeah. that at that age are the best. They just want to lay there and you want to hold them. Like that's yeah. that's literally all you want to do. Like you don't want to give them away. Right. But it's a necessity. It is. And it sucks that it's a necessity. And there should be a lot of change in, in our country to make that not a necessity, but that's right. a conversation for a different day. <laughs> um but really in the end, like it's and then on the flip side of this, right? There's that side of people that are like, oh, you need to just enjoy this and share some like I can't. I physically can't. I have yeah. to go to work. I have to get paid. Yeah. Like I can't, I can't go to the, I can't lose my house and just spend time with my kids. Like right. that, that can't work. And then on the flip side, like childcare is so selective and small and the people that do it right are like, it's a tiny community of people that yeah. do it right. And even the flip side of this, like there, we were, 
we talked about wanting to send Ben to a Montessori preschool. Right. Ben is a year and a half old. Mm-hmm. We're already thinking at like four years old in two years, two and a half years from now, we probably would have signed him up at birth to get into the Montessori preschool. Here yeah. In because that's how like, if you want to get into stuff like that, you have to start right away. And people aren't like, because good, readily available healthcare is just so scarce. It is. It really, really is. And you know, you said it like, just leave people alone. Let them do their thing. Like it's, we don't want like, you know, again, not talking for everybody. We don't want to give our kids away. Like ideally, sure. Kayla could watch the kids. I could watch the kids. Sure. But it's just not physically possible. And at that same point, even if we did have the means, I'd probably say like, maybe they should go to daycare once or twice a week to Mm -hmm. get that social interaction. Yeah. And I mean, encourage people to go into childcare. Right. In this, I I say this with a wife who's a teacher. Right. um, But like, it's, it's really hard. It's really, really difficult. Not just, it's not just difficult doing it, but it's difficult. Like getting into it. It's difficult putting up with the pressure that you have to put up with to imagine the pressure that people put on somebody else taking care of your kids. Yeah. Right. Like you want them to be as good as you are, which is impossible because you're a parent and they're not. Yeah. Encourage them to go into it, to embrace it, to like, if people are passionate about it, don't discourage them, encourage them because their needs, the world needs much more available and good childcare. 100% 100% because it's it's a wild world out there and um yeah and, and we're to the point now where my mom's about to retire and Kayla's mom doesn't work anymore so like we switch um Fridays and Mondays between our moms um and my mom has said when she retires that she would watch our kids and I was like okay well that's great like we would have coverage pulled the, you know mm-hmm. for basically free but then I was like I still kind of want them to go to daycare at least once or twice a week. Just to meet other kids. Yeah, just to be around. And again, I keep talking about it, but to me that was the most beneficial part of all that was like social interaction. We're mm-hmm. watching these kids learn. We're watching them play, you know, and talk and, and this and that. And I think that really, really helped push Cora forward. Let's talk about uh, the downside of childcare. Okay. How many times has Cora brought home sickness into your house? Oh, my God. Uh, we think that's how we got COVID. Yep. Uh, well, I didn't get COVID, but we think that's <laughs> the rest they- <laughs> of your family got COVID. Yeah, <laughs> um, would be my guess. Uh, several times, and that's a risky run. Is these yeah. kids are gonna get sick and they're gonna touch everything? Kids are germ machines. Yeah. They're germ machines, and when you put them around other kids that are germ machines, they're just even more germ machines. Yeah, uh, that's definitely a downside. You know, there's the sickness. There's the are they getting hurt at daycare and mm-hmm. not knowing? You know, are their diapers getting changed enough times? Those are worries, and every once in a while, you come home and your kid's got a diaper rash. Yeah, it sucks to say, like it sucks, but like diaper rash happens. Like, yeah, you know, um, is it ideal? No, but it happens. Uh, so there are, I mean, some negative thoughts, but I've never experienced anything super negative other than sure. like, you know diaper rashes every once in a while, bruises. But my kid is uncoordinated; she just runs in the tables at my house. Like, I don't even look. <laughs> I don't even look anymore. Yeah. it sounds terrible. Ben is so like. Just sprints into things. Yeah. And the other day, Joe, this is a side tangent. The other day, I'm playing with Ben. We're laughing. He's running away from me, like laughing. Yeah. And he turns around and looks at me, and I watch him just take one, two, 
one step to the right and run right into the bathroom door frame. Because <laughs> he's just like turned all the way around. Like, ha ha ha. One, two, pff, like right into the bathroom. I'm like, dude, you were on the other side of the hall, one step uh, in the wrong direction, boom, right into the door frame. No. Like nothing anybody, like, oh, uh, it's funny. These kids. These kids, yeah. So there's negative thoughts, negative, you know, every once in a while, negative connotations that people say, oh, well, every daycare does this and that. No, they don't. Like it happens. Yeah. And I'm sure, you know, there's daycares out there where stuff does happen, but. I've never experienced anything sure. negative. And our daycare, again, she's good where, like, Cora's having a bad day. She'll text Caleb, like, Cora's having a really rough day. She doesn't say, come pick up your kid, but she'll say, Cora's having a really rough day. She'll imply, <laughs> come pick up your kid. Yeah. Uh, that, that is nice. I think it, it definitely benefits from having good childcare. It is tough. Yeah. Like, some of the places we are looking at are, like, more corporate daycares yeah. and stuff like that. I don't think you'd have the same level of service as like an in-home one. So it's, right. it's hard. It's difficult. Totally. And even, even if you decide not to go to daycare, um, I think this is my personal opinion. I'm not going to talk for anybody else. Sure. Uh, I think being able to give your child away to somebody, whether that be a relative, a friend, whoever, somebody you just met. Well, not somebody you just met. <laughs> I would say probably <laughs> not. Yeah, no, no, not that um, one. But being able to give your, your child away, you know, at least a day yeah. is helpful for, for you to, like, take some time for yourself, get back, grocery shop, clean, whatever it is. Yeah. Like, but then also good for them to be able to have that interaction with other people. You know, while you don't want your kid to, like, be fully social with every single person that they run into for the first time, it's better, again, in my opinion, than having them timid. Of sure. every single human that walks into their life. 100%. I'm with you. Um, and growing up, my mom watched me, my cousin, and a couple other kids. Like, oh, yeah. From like newborn upwards to a couple years old. Because so. you have an absolute just, right. you know, mess of a family yeah. where everybody's the same age. And- so, so, you know, again, that's where I go to like, you know, at the very least, I still had interaction even though my mom watched me. Like, there was other kids around. Yeah. You know, and so definitely I think even Ben, you know, he's with his grandparents, but cousins come around every once in yeah. a while. And uh, it's just a, a different face. We yeah. do some other stuff, too, actually. Uh, this is a good place to bring, bring it up. But, like, Ben goes to music class. Uh, we sign him up oh, for, really? uh, for, like, little kid music class through uh, through our city. Okay. Um, like, Man, this city is great. Yeah. <laughs> this city and uh, the, the city that Katie's parents live in has, yeah. like, programs and stuff, too, that we go to sometimes. Like, between us, between our city and their city, like, yeah. it's... The stuff is great. Like, uh, so we, um, Katie, actually, the one thing you just started was drop in play at a place called uh, Natural, uh, Natural Baby, maybe. Okay, that's what it's called. Anyway, it's basically like a, a all like big just play area, oh, like nice. with a bunch of wooden toys and stuff like that, and like jungle gym stuff, and you can just go and just play for yeah. you know an hour and and drop in. So we do that too. Um, and then, um, this summer he's going to go to a place called Tinker Garden, which is, oh, like, nice. uh, you get to learn like, I don't know, little, engi- little baby engineering stuff. <laughs> um, so we do like programs and stuff like That's that. Cool. That's where we get our socialization mainly too. Um, the music class was a really big thing. He loved it. He loved, uh, and like they give you like a uh, little maracas and, okay. he, and he just like, so he'll still find his sometimes. Yeah. I uh, hasn't gone to music class in a few months, but he'll go find his sometimes and find it and be like, Oh yes. And start shaking. That's like, funny. So. No, I think it is good. Uh, moral of this episode is 
socialization is great overall. Yes. Um, being able to step away from your kid. Also good. Is also good for you and them. I think uh, this, the moral or the, the lesson there is like stepping away from your kids does not mean you love them any less. It Correct. just means that you need a little little time to refocus and recoup. And that sometimes is the better thing for everybody. Absolutely. And don't judge somebody if they're sending their kid to daycare. 100%. Keep it to yourself. If you have to say anything, just don't. Just leave it, Just leave everybody alone. Leave everybody alone. Sometimes we got to do what we got to do out there. It's a I, hard world. Uh, it's a hard We're world. We're just living in it. It's a hard world. We just live it. Uh, all right, Jared, you want to let these people get Let's let these people get out of here. Oh, my goodness. Thank you all so much. If we could, we would sit in this basement more often. Uh, but Talk for hours. Talk we for would hours. do it. Um, but thank you so much for listening to us. We really appreciate you all out there. Um, hey, you know it would be neat? Giving us a subscribe. Giving oh, us yeah. a like, a review. Review would be tight. That would be tight. If we could get a, a review or two on, on, on iTunes, that would be, be great. Yeah. Tell, tell one person about us. Our, our, our listens have gone down recently. Uh, what? You guys don't like us anymore? Is that? Bring them back up. You know? uh, and thank you so much to Planet Ant for having us on their podcast network. We appreciate everything they do out there. And there's some great shows, so go check them out. And hey, if you haven't yet, go follow us on social media. We're at Big Dad Energy Pond, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, and uh, yeah, you can uh, always find our, our updates and things like that. We put a little poll out there about our dad talks on Friday, so you can go vote on that. And um, just, uh, just toss a follow for, for more content from Joe and I, which is great. So, yeah. so thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate you stopping by every week. Uh, this was uh this was a little passion for Joe and I to talk about childcare. So hopefully you guys enjoyed it as much as we did. And Hey, spring's coming up. So there's going to be a lot more tool time, a lot more tool time. Actually, when, by the time we record next week, I'm, I'm going to put out my, my weed and feed already. So Ooh. it's that time of year, Joe. Oh, buddy. Can't wait. <laughs> Can't wait. Uh, all right. Well, for both of us, I'm Jared Schmansky. I'm Joe Lopez. Remember, click your tongue twice before you use them. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.